Hey, I'm Jordan No More, and welcome to the No More Podcast. What you're about to listen to is a short conversation from our full-length episodes that you can find over on Patreon. If you want to support the show, it's just a dollar, and you get exclusive content, full-length audio episodes, video episodes, and behind-the-scenes exclusives from myself and my co-hosts, Nick and Clayton. If you want to check that out, go over to patreon.com forward slash no more podcasts. Enjoy the show. I'm really getting interested in... Um more medium format and in fact i want to start exploring large format i'm I'm not uh no experience in large format yet but i really like uh my my uh, mamiya 645 pro tl is my go-to you know i've been doing a lot with that lately and uh i don't know if you'd seen the clip but i'm i'm working on a project to do uh macro photography in with that one medium format yeah oh that's cool uh but what i want to do is focus stacking so that's kind of the the gimmick are, are, you, so, are you like you know just putting on filter upon filter upon filter to no um the plan is i wanted to get a macro lens mm-hmm. um and I'm, I'm looking into what what's gonna entail with that because when i brought this idea up on this clip a lot of people in the comment section basically were like good luck it's never gonna happen you can't do it it's impossible and um and they brought up a lot of valid points mm-hmm. but i was aware of all these things like focus breathing and uh like uh you know you're if it's film you're gonna shake the camera even when you use a, a leaf's shutter really you know I mean? yeah um how rough are their shutters it's well what how rough are their shutters if it's it's moving if the you're taking a photo of a die or you know like a dice mm-hmm. or anything tiny like a match head, right? It any the most incremental movement yes. ruins the photo. Translates. Yeah. So it's it's different when it's totally digital. Nothing moves at all. It's just you know. So um but what I wanted to do was focus stacking in camera in in one on one single piece of, of film. Okay. Like instead of because I've heard of other people that are doing this that have done this since digital technology where that, yeah, you can do focus stacking with film. You take several photos. See, I on, don't know everything. This is new to me. Keep talking. It, I love this. <laughs> it's something I only learned about recently is, is digital fo- focus stacking, where you just take several photos of, an, of, a, of a thing mm-hmm. from different focal planes, and then you digitally combine the photos to make a perfectly focused photo. There's no, there's no out-of-focus elements. Geek moment. Huh? I feel like that's what um, the Samsung telescoping cameras are doing. I've heard about the... Tel- Someone mentioned that in the in the in the comments too. And then there's also something that I had known about before I even discussed this in the last uh, episode about focus stacking. There's there's a medical grade lens apparatus that's used for studying sizes and depths of things that it, there's a name for it where you know how like lenses have a, a focal point, yes. like, a, like an X center point. And... Um, this has this lens grouping takes that away. There's no focal point. The, the, the lens doesn't focus. It's infinity all the way through. It has a minimum focus distance, but it's infinity to to, to they they're able to look at like luggage and look at like um uh not luggage. I don't know why I thought that, but <laughs> yeah, they, I was like, are we the airport? They're they're <laughs> able to look at things um in true focus that are large problems what i want to do is really small mm-hmm. i'd like to do very small things like size of your thumbnail you know so but i don't 
I, I haven't really succeeded yet. You know, I'm still experimenting. So, um, real quick, macro. That's one of the reasons why I like this camera mm -hmm. <laughs> is because typical cameras, like you know, three feet away, yeah, free to focus. This one actually a foot and a half. Nice. So, which is really cool. But back to what you were talking about, it sounded a lot like um, they took the concept of pinhole, but made it with a lens where there's no just specific single focal point. Because my understanding of pinhole is, yeah, it's a long exposure, but everything is in focus. Mm. So, yeah, the well, the problem with that is that, and that's a lot of people in the in the comment section were saying things about why don't you just shoot at f twenty two. Why don't you just shoot pinhole or whatever? And I'm like, that's great at a distance of two feet or further. But when you're going at a distance of three inches, it doesn't exist. It just can't work. That You're not getting anything in focus from a pinhole camera at, at three inches. That's true. So, that's, that, that's actually And F22, it's like those, have you seen the photos that I've taken of the, the dice and the, the lighter and the, the camera? Go ahead and show me real quick. Yeah, I'll pull these up real quick. Um, you're gonna, uh, this is, I just, I wish that there was a way on Instagram to comment with my post to these people that are like, just shoot F-22. It's like, do you, do you know what you're talking about with photography? So this photo was taken at F-22. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, of a die, F-22. And you can see that not the whole die is in focus. <laughs> it looks like the um, left edge of the uh, gold on the T, is that if that's a T, Tropicana, yeah. Yeah, I was trying my best to get Tropicana in focus, you know, but that was very difficult. Those photos were very difficult. It requires it's a really lot of light, and that's why I took these photos. And people are, you know, like to me, they're amazing. But uh, you know, to the average viewer who might not know what they're looking at, they're like, "That's a photo of a dice." Like, well, to me, the technical proficiency that went into like making that photo happen was a lot. A lot, you know? yeah. Which is the point. For me, you know, like what we're talking about is mm -hmm. the experience of photography is what That's I the care for. Part. You know? yeah. It really is. Like so. the composing and whatnot. I'll, I'll be honest, like, you know, the photo walks are cool. But again, I do that for community mm -hmm. um, because some of my best shots are just with me walking around with my husband and mm -hmm. not necessarily the ones at the photo walks where you're being presented with stuff that you can take photos of. But it's like mm -hmm. mood and experience type of deal. Um. But for macro photography like that, that's that's awesome. I got to show you some um, real close-up photography that I took with my um, SLR, mm -hmm. 35 mil, and it's a rolly with a planner lens for the geeks listening. Um, mm -hmm. Nifty 50 with the uh, F1.8, and I just stacked some close-up filters on it. That's why I brought that comment up in the mm -hmm. beginning. And I was able to get some really good shots of like, vanilla being dripped into the uh baking mm -hmm. powder and whatnot so yeah cool. flour baking powder that's what i used with the the mamiya's a lot of baking powder this cake's all gross <laughs> the the mamiya uh minimum focus distance is three feet i think um but i was able to use uh four um diopters to nice. change the focal distance to like an inch. That's is yeah. that what you did? Yeah, the dice. Did it, the, I'll show you the setup when we're not recording? But okay. the the setup is this crazy apparatus that I built to make that happen. Uh, I'm curious. I don't own you know the top down table photography setup. So and, just, and you know what people forget, photography really is. There's no rules. Like no. you know, there are rules to like how to 
get you know those photos but in terms of how to get there dude go on your own journey like cobble together some stuff you know and if it comes out awesome Mm -hmm. if it if not then you learn something one of my favorite uh instagram profiles uh is called shitty rigs (laughs) <laughs> have you heard of this no it's mostly for filmmaking but it's 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 given me so much like oh i'm normal i'm like everyone else because i'm always like rigging up the things to make this you know my my creative projects work because it's like it's almost always custom yeah there's no like if you're actually trying to make something that hasn't been done you have to use you have to kind of invent Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in filmmaking is that that's the case is like they're trying to invent something and and then with no budget or little budget, you have to use what you have. Yeah. And they're just they go the, the comedy route of it where and, and what's funny is they just had started their own podcast, too. And then the funny thing is they're all like filmmaking. They're like gaffers. They, they do like the the lighting and the, the engineering behind the scenes for camera work. The important, um, super important people. Yeah. It, the the ones that are actually the magicians, and the the way they make the show is they have microphones like this, but they don't have stands. They just have camera equipment that cobbled like, together. Yeah, cobbled together, and every single person's mic stand is a totally different like apparatus. And so, and I even wonder. I haven't like listened too much, but I wonder because they invite other like gaffers and filmmakers on the show. I wonder if they have them build their own. Like, here's a bag. Of, like, you got to make your you know, mic stand yourself, you know. <laughs> I think you just stumbled upon an idea for a new show. What's that? Where gaffers would have to compete to create some of the best setups and yeah. partnered up with some videographers. To like, I'm going to write that down. Yes, please. Because I have some ideas. Um, what I'm wanting to do soon is is a lot more from on my YouTube channel mm-hmm. that is incorporates kind of a, a challenge or a competition amongst like healthy competition with photographers and filmmakers. Uh, and a couple of them is like, like um, kind of the, the, you know, a pro versus an amateur and the pro, the pro gets the shittiest camera and the amateur gets the best camera. You know what I mean? Something like that. That, right? that, that, that would be very interesting. Or like, like taking a, a, uh, a real estate photographer and having them do portrait photography or, you know what I mean? Like I they, get it. Yeah. Like throw them out of their element. Exactly. Yeah. And then one of them is just the simple like photographers versus photographer and they don't know what camera they're going to get. And it's a total, you know, like blind reach in and grab. And that's what you have to use today, you know? So I want to do things like that. And I like that idea. Maybe I'm I can in. bring on gaffers or I'm in. Find, find more people. I'm in. I'm down yeah. to try. Oh, we're going to, we're going to do it. I, I just, uh, the, the logistics is what's kept me from doing it. I'm like, okay, I got to start like calling you and other Hi, people. My name is planning. Brian and I'm, and I'm fairly decent with logistics and just helping out all that. Logistics. 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 Synergism. Synergies? Syner- synergy. 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 Synergism? Synergism. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what the Catholic priests call the... Oh. <laughs> Too we, No. Th- these episodes always go explicit and we just cross the line. It. I love it. <laughs> there is no line. Oh, there is a line. <laughs> the line is at the beginning yeah, of the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just like, like eh. no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, I love photography. Movies. Movies. Oh, you got another one. Look, he just like a magician. Just oh, oh, it's blue. 
I've seen this one before. Mm -hmm. I love this shape. What is this one called again? This one is the Agfa Isolet 3. And it has one of, there's three models, three different lenses. There's the entry-level Apatar, the middle-level, level, lover, <laughs> level, um, what's that one? Soligon? Oh, it says Soligor. It's gone or gore? Um, it's gore or gone. Solinar? Soligon. Solinar is what this Solinar. Is. There you go. See, I can't get the names right. Um, long story short, picked up this camera on either eBay, Goodwill, or whatnot. It was a little bit beat, um, but everything worked. The rangefinder was not calibrated. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those. I love going for cameras that are fully manual because, number one, other people are ignoring it because they don't want to shoot fully manual. They want to shoot with something automatic in it. Mm -hmm. But this one, this is where my light meter goes rangefinder here mm -hmm. and you need glasses to see the tiniest numbers on it and then you just plug in the numbers here aperture down here and yeah i'm just geeking out um love this camera i'll show you some photos later and cool. i might even hook you up with some photos if you want to just throw it in there yeah no yeah. sample photos for sure learning about cameras that's one of my favorite things to look at too it's like okay you have the camera the same one that i have can i see your photos like yeah. what did it come out with like give me an idea so from there, I just explore. So with fully manual photography for you, uh, do you, are you very textbook, got to read the meter, get the, get the exposure right, or do you eyeball anything? Do you, do you so wing it? I learned using, using the Sony 16 system, mm -hmm. just eyeballing it outside and it worked fairly well. Mm. Um, and then I started exploring more complex cameras. So I, I tend to lean a little bit more toward my rangefinder, but in case of emergencies, yeah, I can wing it. Mm. I mean, it's a great skill to have. It's like, how many of you guys know how to drive stick shift? That's basically what these are. Yeah. Stick shift cameras. Yeah, they are. Stick shift cameras. Hi, Clayton. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, um, I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, I use a light meter, but I never listen to the light meter. I, I listen to my gut. I'm always it. looking at it. And I'm like, okay, that's what it tells me to do. But I know that film has a lot of latitude into the highlights. So I always play to that depending on what I want out of my image. And it's and it's always been a feel-based thing. And I've, yeah. I've, I've done pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> but I love, I, love, uh, I love winging it. That's why... Um, I really like the Roly. The light meter on there works, but I just don't even look at it. I just, I just, it's all the settings in my hand, and and um, that's one of the better Rollies, in my opinion. The uh, small thirty-five that has the light meter on top. Yes, because you're not being blinded by an LED in your eyeball. <laughs> yeah, and there's no distractions. It's um, and in fact, that's called maybe you know better than I do. That one is called a, uh, it's zone focus, scale, scale focus. I, I'm learning. Um, zone focus would be more like your Olympus XA and Lomo LCAs where you have focus zones, little notches. Okay. One is at three me uh, 0.3 meters. One is at 1.5 meters. One is at, you know, four meters. And one is at infinity. So mm -hmm. zones, zone focus. Now, that one would be what you would call scale because the most of the whole scale is there. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. If it's just oh yeah, it's line. just a it's a focusable lens. It just there's nothing. It's not a rangefinder because the 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 viewfinder doesn't give you anything. Yeah, yeah. Is it just gives you where the frame is generally, 
And that's that's why I really like that one when good images come out of it because it's all me. It's and then it's all uh it's it's an instinct, you know what I mean? Like you're not even really real quick, so you want to grab see. it? Yeah, yeah. I have the um eventually we're going to have all of the cameras on this little table. <laughs> it's playing. It's awesome. Um this one is there's a 35, 35T, 35S, and then 35TE, and then SE. So you're just like, this Clay's the... just looking at me. You know all of these? <laughs> yeah. See, I told you. SE, T. <laughs> so it's a scale focus because there is a scale of measurements on the bottom from yep. three feet on to infinity. Yep. And in fact, uh, this one, so on the top, for the, because you can take this apart and rearrange the lens, um, depending on where, if your, uh, you know, metric or, um, what's it called, like this is feet or meters. Yes. So the top that this is for an American, it has feet on the top, but then if you flip it, that's meters. You get the meters on the bottom. Did you ever notice that? Mine's the other way around. <laughs> you have it flipped? You yeah. can take this, I mean, I don't know how to do it, but you can take this apart and just put it I back together that. where you're seeing the meters or the feet. See, meters on the bottom, feet on the top. For me, um, my 35S, it's like grail camera for me. So mm. I'm like, I don't play with that one like that. Mm. It's loaded right now, but I'm not going to disassemble that thing. It works. I love um, this thing. And so I don't trust the light meter. I don't. It, obviously you can't really focus uh you have to you have to just know your distances and mm -hmm. then this one particularly the um the counter the film counter is broken on the bottom yeah oh, that's a bummer so it doesn't it doesn't tell me what shot i'm on so i just have to count Shoot in my head done so it is like yeah it's just just free balling it the whole time i'm like i don't know what i'm doing but when a good image comes out of it they're good how often do you think about your hyperfocals I don't even know what hyperfocal is, but tell me what, enlighten me. So, uh, Lomography, the company, pretty much nudged me to the direction of learning about hyperfocals. And um, that's how most of their cameras focus. So, basically, instead of thinking like, oh, you know, I'm about six feet from Clayton, I'm going to take a photo of you. If I don't want anything else in focus, I'll just keep it wide open, right? And then shoot at um, whatever shutter speed. Mm -hmm. But if I want like a little bit more of the wall in focus, so let's even pretend we're outside, you want a little bit more of the background in focus. So what aperture do you use now? I Close go it up four, with it. Go to go five, to eight. six, eight. Yeah. Eight is an easy one, yeah. Mm -hmm. So and then that's how I use my hyperfocals. Just hmm. when I'm shooting with my Roly, it's like, uh, I don't think it's going to be that because it's close to wide open. So stop down a little bit. I generally, uh, I guess I think about that all the time, but... It's sub. It's subconscious. There's a word to it now. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know. Wow. <laughs> no, I think about that all the time. I'm Wait, just which like, way would the comment go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reading rainbow. <laughs> Reading rainbow. Or the more you know. The oh. More you know. <laughs> there you go. Told you I was old. <laughs> no, the um, I think about that all the time because yeah, you can especially if you get into the art form deeper. Uh, than, than just like worrying about settings and you're worrying about what this image is saying, like the finished image. Yeah. And your my mind is in the finished image. 
I'm very, very rarely thinking about the technicalities of what I'm doing. I'm thinking about what the image will look like in the end. So that's a lot of like, yeah, I'm like, is this something where I want to hyper-focus on the person or do I want to show the environment? Mm -hmm. That's why I'm really liking the Leica Q2. Uh, I've been shooting, ironically, it's it has a, it opens up to 1.4. I've been shooting F16 most of the time. I like to get most Every, everything in focus, focus and I'm focusing on like 28 mil. I'm looking at everything. everything. Yeah, I'm trying to get, because composition, when you're that bare, is really hard. It's not, it comes natural to some people, but to like look at, you and this bookshelf and where how you correlate with the camera next to you and it, it's that's hard for me it's more like you know what i want people to look at because i did find myself in that trap of just snapping mm -hmm. and thinking like oh i'll get that i'll get that and then realize later on that i did not like give another moment to the composition and i was like oh, man it could have been better if i shifted that way or yep. angled it this way um now i get it that's why I wish I was more snap happy or trigger happy, but I'm not. I usually take no, very few be, photos. Don't yeah. be. Enjoy the yeah. process because that's, again, I am I found myself in that position of just like going too fast with everything. Yeah. And I have to remind myself, Brian, you got into photography to slow down because ADHD, you're just yeah everything. <laughs> and this is supposed to be your call. Just chill. Yeah. yeah.